0: Hi everyone and welcome back to our happy podcast, Healthcare and Pharmaceutical Insights. This series is going to be looking at launch excellence and in this series I'm going to be speaking to a number of guests who all have experience of launching either products, companies or services and will be able to offer some valuable advice to you if you're in that space. So sit back, relax and enjoy. Welcome back everyone to another episode of Happy. Um, our healthcare and pharmaceutical insights podcast, and, and I'm delighted to welcome Gareth Bullen with me today. So Gareth and I know each other well. Um, I was working in partnership with Gareth on a on a team bill for him last year, and um, I'm really pleased he's, he's that he's agreed. And I think also delighted um that he's joining me today on on the podcast. So Gareth, welcome. Do you want to give us a a quick introduction to who you are a little bit of a potted history
1: so people can um get an understanding of, of who you are and what you're doing? Yeah, of course. I, I agreed and I'm delighted. So thanks, Colin. <laughs> um yeah, Gareth Bullen, um I'm managing director of Microtech UK Limited uh we're we we're, as colin says we're pretty well a startup we're just into our second year now of business in the uk but we're we're part of a global family of companies who've some have been in 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 uh, existence for 20 30 years so but we're a standalone company so um we're still in that sort of startup, fast-growing phase. Before that, I I led the Diagmed team, which was another endoscopy uh, company in the UK. So um, I've had quite a bit of experience in 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 this field. Good,
0: and that that's the reason that I wanted to to bring you on, Gareth, because the the topic we're going to look at today is is all around um, how to build um, a brand, or launching a company and a, and a product in the UK. Um, and uh, the reason that we wanted to look at this is because uh, the, the kind of companies that, that I'm talking to on a fairly regular basis, our um, companies and discussions like, like the one that you and I had, you know, um, back in the day when it was, right, Colin, Listen, we're at this embryonic stage, mm-hmm. we're looking to launch, we're looking for some help, um, and obviously we helped you on the, the recruitment side of that. Okay. Um, but there's also so many other aspects to launching a company and launching a product in the UK that I'm unfamiliar with because I'm not on that side of the fence, um, but you are uh, obviously very familiar with and I think it'd be good to share that with, uh, with people watching that and listening mm. who are maybe at that point or considering it just now. So we've got a few questions that that, that we'll go through um, and uh, hopefully that that um, people will, will learn quite a bit from that. So. In terms of um, looking at, at launching a product, you've done, you've done both launch a product and a company in the UK. Yeah. where where do you start? Where where do you start when you're when you're launching a product
1: or a company into the UK? Well, actually, I think you've been very insightful there. I think if if, if I take the company first, because I think sure. you know, unless you can launch that properly, you've got nothing. And and you said the crucial word. I, I think you've got to launch a brand, and 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 we talked a long time in the company about what that would mean and I know it might seem obvious to you Colin, but I think that's where I've made mistakes in the past and I've seen others make mistakes where we really wanted to understand our values and what we'd stand for far more before um we talked about products actually mm-hmm. and, and how we mm-hmm. would move a product I can talk about that later and so it's about building that those those foundations and values and indeed when we started our 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 social media campaign to to let people know about us because people didn't know about us at all yeah we didn't even talk about our products for six months we talked about how we believed in sustainability how we believed in customer service how we believed Mm -hmm. in 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 patient experience and those are the things we talked about so people started understanding what we're about you know and Mm -hmm. um and then we gently tied products to a value so mm-hmm. whether it be patient outcome whether it be sustainability i'm I'm big on sustainability so we 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 push that a lot and so that's how we slowly built that brand through through obviously social media through the website but also through events um through talking with people about what we stood for and trying to understand their values and connecting our values to them so so Mm -hmm. there was a lot of work around that that was going in the background before we could even trade actually um Mm -hmm. to try Mm -hmm. to get people to understand the business so the first time we turned up on an event people generally would come up and say who are you yeah and it was lovely because we went to the same event this year so one year in and everybody knew who we were you know and what we stood for so that but that was a lot of hard work so i think you Know it, it's about really thinking what are you launching as a company and what does that mean? And I don't know how you feel, Colin, but I, I just think in this modern world, you've it's not about just having values, you've got to believe in those values and you've yeah. got to be constant on those values, really. And yeah. uh, the only time I ever get a bit uh angry with the, my team, and I, I, I don't get angry too often, is if we don't live our values really so we start there you know and then every product and every product launch needs to be in line with those values and if they're not then we're not going with it that that, that's we're absolutely clear on it um so launching a brand i mean launching a brand's hard i've I've got to be honest if anybody is is, is out there trying to launch a company launching a company in the uk is hard enough just getting a bank account is hard enough that took us five months uh so there's lots of other challenges but yeah. I think you said it. The brand's the most important part of getting this right. Uh,
0: yeah, and I think I mean it's it's anything new. When you when you're when you're launching something brand new, you want to talk about something that you believe in, yeah. um, something that you know works, and something yeah. you know is going to add value to, you know, in, in this case, your patients or your you know healthcare professionals. You know that. Yeah. But these people don't know you, and you're you're trying it's, it's, you know it's an element of that kind of. It's not quite cold calling, but you know you're you're, you're getting back yeah, to yeah. Um, yeah, you're getting back to people. People have no idea who you are, um, so uh, and then the, the the risks behind that. Do we recruit a team? Do we recruit a big team? Hmm. Um, is there enough work for them all to do? And obviously, yes. um, you you make all these decisions based on an element of risk. But you you've you've got a lot of factors that you've brought into play before
1: you make that decision as yeah, well. Uh, yeah, you have, and I think. I think you you just said it and I think I've I've made it may have made a mistake in the past where I was too cautious and and I think I know it's a truism but it's a truism because it's true you know if you think small you get small and if yeah Yeah. in the end yeah, yeah. but you know what I mean in the end you have to be brave enough to to be the company you're going to be you know build the company that it will be in two years time and that takes a bit of guts you know um to do that and of course it takes investment and all those things um but I think with this company I'm really sure that we would build it in the way that it will be in the future, you know, yeah. and uh and behave in a way that we will be in the future. Yeah, and you yeah. were great helping helping us build that team uh, right from the start. So so yeah, I think that's that that that's a big decision at the start. How how are you going to do this? Are you gonna let it organically grow? But you might take twenty years to do that, or yeah. are you really gonna come in with a bang and say, we're here, and that's yeah. what we've done.
0: And what so what what were some of the the, the kind of obstacles that the
1: that, that you've had to overcome then, Gareth, when you were when you were building that? as is that safe from that kind of embryonic stage? I think I think there's there's lots on there. There's there's a sort of straight mundane stuff, as I say, getting the bank account, you know, get get in uh, set up on on company's house and all those things. But but there's also um, the, the the national health service. Is a very busy place and 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 just trying to get in to see people just trying for a clinician who's already got a waiting list as long as you know the world mm-hmm. to to think yeah i'll trial your product when they already have a product yeah, i'm using of course you know? yeah, so, yeah. so, so it, it, it's those sort of mundane things it's trying to get on the nhs supply chain which you know can take you know, it doesn't open again till 20, end of 24. So mm-hmm. how are you going to get some presence on supply chain, which is 60% of all business? Mm-hmm. You know, so they were that was a great challenge for us. And it, it was wonderful when we sort of met um, a great partner, Pentax, who supported us in in helping us get on supply chain. So it means that customers can get our products with that route. So Good. so, so it's really about my team. I remember we started we we're just coming out of Covid and it was about um, them just ringing up procurement, ringing up customers, and you know I always had the saying, you know, enjoy every bad call because you're one closer to a good one. <laughs> you know, you just gotta <laughs> like keep going. I'm gonna use that. Um, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, we, and and that's what we did, you know, until suddenly then people got to know us and they got to trust us, and then they let us in the hospital, and then we could work with them. But that was, I'm not gonna kid you, that was a six months hard. Mm. Draw, mm-hmm. You know, every day just, just mm-hmm. having a go. Um, but the joy of having our first sale was like, you know, for some mouth guards for sixty-four pound. I remember it forever. <laughs> 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 but it was still wonderful <laughs> to, to have that moment of a sale. It's day. like
0: it was like um I remember when uh you said from a recruitment perspective, you made that first that first placement and you get the the first check through or the or the yeah. or, or the first invoice paid and you've got it framed or, or whatever yeah. as well so and I, I i i know exactly what you mean from yeah. from, from that side yeah
1: on, on on i've got a mural on our wall which is building all the time um which is our firsts you know yeah so it's that's our good first yeah employee, our first our first member of the team you know uh, yeah. yeah so there's firsts of everything yeah
0: yeah um, yeah. Because yeah and i think everything and, that, that, and that, i suppose that also goes back to in terms of what, what you're talking about the understanding to the obstacles and challenges mm. that you have to overcome um that then comes back to making sure that you bring the right people in, you know, yes. or, or doing your best to bring the yes. right people in. And yeah, okay, I'm, uh, absolutely, yeah, we support and you, help you with that. And yeah, but um, well. the uh, that that's that's really key because you know what what is going what is involved. You know, um the the types of individuals that, that are going to have to make those cold calls, those difficult calls. So you need you needed a you know a certain level
1: of experience in order to 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 help with that. Yeah, you do. And, and you know, I'm not saying this because you're, yeah, you're here. You need a really good recruiter because, as you know, when you're starting up, um, there's many really talented people out there, talented salespeople out there. But many are talented at managing an account, you know, and that's a real skill. They're not talented in in bashing down the doors and and, mm-hmm. and getting that first you know at first sale yeah. with a customer yeah that's far tougher isn't it um yeah and, and we had to learn that very quickly that that, yeah. that there were different types of people we needed different stages of our our sort of evolution you know and yeah. um uh, and I think sometimes it I just say so any folks who are listening to this so, sometimes you can get a really really successful CV and people can honestly believe that they built that but actually they didn't really they, they they inherited it you know and yeah, they, yeah. they yeah. maintained it and so yeah. you had to be very very careful you know in in that interview process to make sure you are that type of person who's just going to be relentless um and just keep going until you get that first yeah. customer um, yeah and some people yeah. aren't you
0: know yeah no 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 yeah, yeah absolutely right and, and i think um uh I, i've just done a, a different conversation and and, and podcast around resilience and mm-hmm. uh it's having that that kind of resilience to keep going in the face of adversity in the face of different challenges um and let's face it you know that there are more challenges and and um there's always been challenges don't get yeah. me, there's always been challenges but um certainly the currently the, the way that the nhs is at the moment that there, there are you know there's a lot more challenges um around that you guys need to to try and help them and, and support them with so so, what other external support did you um, did you tap into then, Gareth? I you mean, you've, you've touched touched a little bit. Obviously, we we managed to help you from yeah. from the recruitment aspect. But what other external support did you
1: use to uh, to help you? I wanted to build a culture right from the start, like with yourselves, actually, where we we wouldn't sort of have like just people who did things. What we try to do is 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 almost have, have a a wallless organization when people were far more than just sort of um contractors for this or whatever so we 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 right from the start we built meaningful partnerships so our our warehousing is done externally because you know at our size to start off with it'd be crazy to do it internally but the, the warehouse is part of our team you know that they, they 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 get trained on our products they 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 hear everything that's happening we hear everything that's happening with them that they they feel they know it we 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 brought some a finance company in to help us but you know Oscar's Oscar's absolutely brilliant Oscar works with me closely Oscar knows as much about um Microtech UK as I do you know, you know he's, he's not right. just a guy who does the numbers every so often he yeah. knows about the people he knows about the products he knows about our challenges so so I brought together some some really dedicated people who, that even though they're not in our company uh they feel like they're in our company they feel like they're they're part of this that's good yeah, uh, yeah. And, and I think you know that that's why I like working with you because again it was more than just you'll find some CVs and throw them over you know you, you wanted to really understand the company so so we have a lot of external support and then add to that um microtech danjing manufacturing in china they do some great help you know, give some wonderful help for us my european colleagues um, because they've been up for a few years you know they give some great help offering some of the training as well for my staff mm-hmm. that because they've they've got that capacity so i've redrawn really on all of that experience and all of that sort of proper partnership working which which has really helps, you know. Right. You know. I think I think add to that, and so if I go back to a point, the other challenge for people coming into my organization is the culture I'm building, which is very adult to adult, very flat. Um, so we 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 have regional sales managers selling mm-hmm. but they're allowed to run their region as they feel the their, wish yeah so so that that really suits some people you know like, i have this mantra you know if it, if it's if it's safe and if it's legal just do it
0: mm-hmm.
1: now some people love that some people find that very frightening yeah so and that's how i've dealt with my partners as well you know, understand what our values are understand where my passion is just do it yeah. let's get on so so that yeah, you know, there's lots of different challenges and one of those is is me really in the way I, I want this organization to work so yeah yeah i think as well when you when you tap into good external partners you can get things done a lot quicker
0: you can you know because you the because everything's there you know um you know the the warehouse is there you know everything, everything's yeah. there finance guys it's there yeah and yeah of course you need to there's there's a, a an extra cost for that but that the the speed at which things can get done yeah. um and it's just if you get the proper people in place as yeah. these external partners they do very much feel as if they're part of the company And i'm sure yeah. you know as as the business goes and microtech grows then you know some of that you'll you'll begin to bring in house of yes, course maybe. um but i i think that's a really really important yeah. lesson for anybody watching this who is looking to launch in the uk tap into some of that external yeah. support just now be clear with them to say we need your help now uh, maybe for a year couple of years yeah um and you'll get that really kind yeah. of solid
1: service and solid uh, relationship from them i think it's so i think you so right and why would you think you're an expert at everything yeah, you know, you know, yeah. Why would you be so pompous to think, you know, I, I, I can recruit better. I can do the finance better. I can warehouse better. Yeah. Why wouldn't I use people who actually know what they're doing, what they're doing uh, in that yeah, area? Yeah. You know, so yeah. I agree with you. And I, I, you know, as we go forward, yeah, there, there are tipping points. And I see that those where um, it would be better to bring things in-house. But I mean, no rush because it worked very, very well. And to be honest, you're right. It does cost. But if you sit down and do the numbers,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, probably us having an external warehouse, for instance, probably saves me, don't tell the warehouse this, uh, probably saves me over 60% of me bringing it in house at this stage, you know, the finances, it's not financially viable for me to bring that in. You know, recruiting. Why would I try to recruit when I don't know how to do it, you know, be just dumb. you know that's music to my ears, the, that's
0: that's that's music to my ears if oh. you could say that to all of my clients etc why would why would you why well, you just need to go straight to guys
1: that evolve that music to my ears but, yeah, well, yeah. that's It's sort of true isn't it i mean why why would you try to do things yeah. that others have been doing for the last 20 years you know why, why yeah. would you think i could do this differently um so so i'm in no rush to change that model um and uh, i can see us growing you know, and, and more, and I'm already talking to some, it's more actually we might get more of a sort of fiscal involvement in their company. You know, we might buy into part of their company mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so we become true partners um within yeah. it. Yeah. That's more how I'd like to work actually. Yeah. Um yeah. than yeah than pretending we know how to do everything.
0: Yeah. I think I think I think you're right. I mean it is it's um I d I don't
1: it's it's a bit of a kind of
0: uh, silly um, example in some ways, as well, but I don't know how to do a lot of DIY in my house. Yeah. So I'm I, I, I'm going to bring somebody in to do it. You know, and I don't um, know
1: how to do any DIY in my house. <laughs> oh,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm probably the same, actually, to But uh, I don't want to. Well, I feel okay. You and I are in the same. I feel comfortable sharing that with you then. Um, but no, I think also it allows you to focus on what you are good at. Exactly right. And it allows exactly. you to focus on, you know, upskilling. You've got you've got you know a, a, a huge amount of experience in man sales management and upskilling salespeople. So it allows you to go and do that, knowing that you've got, you know, experts in the background doing your finance, doing your warehouse, I doing agree. your recruitment. Um and that's all been that's all been handled. So it allows no, you I to
1: go and yeah. I agree, and I, I I genuinely think, you know, now Colin, um, you know, it. That used to be hard. You're an old man. You know that used to be hard because, but in the dig in the digital world, it's yeah. not hard at all to have my warehouse in Liverpool and us in York, and you know it, it doesn't matter actually. And yeah, and so it, it's so easy to have those meaningful relationships um, when before you know it was quite hard to do that. It's not now. It's the natural way. And I think actually, that's where most organisations evolve. What I talk a lot about is. I, I see us as as a as a community, you know, of like minded people. Mm-hmm. And as long mm-hmm. as you get that community and they are like minded, well, hey, let's just get on with it and, and grow yeah. the business. and grow it.
0: And then I think that's that's part of why you know I started doing these conversations as podcasts podcast as well because I think in in um, medical sales or pharmaceutical sales, sometimes companies can you know just get oh, we're on a little bubble. We can we can we can do this ourselves. And there's a lot of it you can do yourselves, but Let's help each other out. Let's share best practice. Let's, you know, um support each other when we yeah. can and um allow allow people within your company to get on with what they are good at without yeah. any kind of um, ch- major challenge or interference Absolutely. around
1: around that. and yeah. and I think sometimes, and I have to be careful of this. sometimes, you know, your ego can get the better of you, you know, and, mm-hmm. and you look at Olympus or somewhere like that, you know, uh, and and you, you want to build an empire. Well, you, you're never going to beat Olympus by by trying to be Olympus. You know, Olympus are mm-hmm. pretty damn good at being Olympus. So yeah. you've got you've to find a way that works for you and fits with your yeah. values. And that's yeah. what fits better with my values. That's uh, very sensible.
0: So how quickly then do you begin? Because obviously you do put a bit of investment then. In, and, and yeah um you know without necessarily the details of that you've obviously got support you know from yep. um from yep, the, the from the company yep. from a larger yep. company yeah how quickly do you um begin
1: to see a return on that investment you really I, I think well you know the average in the uk of any startup is is you'll get to a break-even point in five years right i think so so that's that's the sort of you, you, you know benchmark for this Um, certainly when I set up, you know, we, we, we look to, um, be, be better than, than, than break even within three years. Um, so, so that's where growth, you know, is, is the really important part of what we're doing, but I've been very lucky. Yes, we have had investors who who look long-term and who want to, you know, they, they, they understand the size of the prize. Um, but I think for any of us out there that, you know, we, we always have to remember the average is five years. So if you're doing any better than that, then well done. But you've yeah. got to get prepared for that long march to to, to get to a, a viable position, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that first year is going to be your most expensive year. Yeah. You're going to burn yeah. money, you know, like there's no tomorrow. I'm afraid. Yeah, I
0: remember you and I having that conversation. I so yeah. you sharing that? Not that? You were just saying that you... But you, you expected that, you anticipated yeah. it. It wasn't a surprise to no. you, you know, in terms of, you know, that, that, that you... you I think you're very candid with me. You said, I'm going to be, I have to spend quite a lot here. Yeah. Um, to get up and going, but that, that's 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 standard in building
1: anything, yeah. isn't it? You know, that, yeah.
0: that's just the way it is. well it's, it's a house
1: well, or whether it's a business, yeah. Well, well, the alternative, like the house, the alternative is okay, we don't get any you know bricklayers in, you don't get any roofers in. What you do is you try to do it yourself, and and in 30 years' time, you might have half a house, you know, or you think look we've got to do a proper project here and we've yep. got to build this house well yep. I, I took the latter you, you know yep. we, we, we I could see the vision of where we want to be yeah now I need to have those skills around me and and pay for those skills to get us there and you're starting to see some milestones been
0: hit aren't you I mean you, you, yeah. you you're starting yeah. to see already you're starting to
1: see some milestones been oh, hit and
0: some achievements been, been made already and because and you know, I, you and know, I talk. You know, every every few months, yeah. and you, you, obviously yes. online, we can see things with Microtech online. You can see, great. You know that that's yeah. that's been achieved. That's been achieved. Yeah. So it's going in the right direction, yeah. which
1: is which is encouraging. I agree, and, I, and I'm sure it's it's true. In your business, it's everybody's business, isn't it? That there comes to a tipping point, and we're now yeah. on that tipping point when you there's that moment when you're chasing everything and then there's a tipping point actually when th- there's folks just calling you <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And that's a nice place to be isn't it you know yeah and that's, that's a great place to now. be
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. There, there is and, and there's there's peaks and troughs in any business you know whether it's recruitment or whether it's in medical device yeah. sales there are there's peaks and troughs in and and every every uh, every business that that goes on so yeah. So just to kind of wrap things up, I mean you, you've been really helpful in terms of providing some kind of practical advice and some personal experience, et, et, et cetera. But what are some of the key lessons that that you would say that you've learned in the process of 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 launching
1: that you can share? I think one be patient because I'm not a patient man. You know, be patient and let things work. I think the second thing is, particularly with your investors, communicate very very well. You know. Be honest and, and mm-hmm. get them on side to the long march this is this is going to be. I think that that's key. So nobody's suddenly getting nervous or, or worried. I think the third thing for me is I was understood in life. I have very few talents, so get talented people around you, you know, mm-hmm. And, and, mm-hmm. and recruit the right people that are going to stick with you and get your way through this. And I think the fourth thing, as I said earlier, is have some values you can all live with, mm-hmm. and through bad days and good days, keep to them. You mm-hmm. know, because in the end, they'll they'll get you to the place you need to be.
0: Love that, Gareth. Absolutely, and I think that that's so true. That's so true. And and I think um, the the one one all of that is absolutely right. But as you say, surround yourself with good people. Yeah. You know, you you you, yeah, yeah. you, you hear a lot of that. Sometimes it sounds a little bit cheesy sometimes if I'm being honest with you say that, but it's yeah. it is absolutely true, especially yeah. when you are you know you're launching something new, you know you're going to come up against some some obstacles. If everybody's on the same hem sheet and everybody's aware of all that, then
1: then you will come through that and you'll yeah. get over those obstacles together. Yeah. Yeah. I that's why I talked about I talked to my team a lot about um let, let let's imagine ourselves in a year's time. And think yeah. what well, that's going to be like, you know, when yeah. you're lying on a beach and the sails are just flying in. Just, just yeah. think of that day. And, yeah. and, and that's right. You've got to have that vision, you know. Um, and yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. And, and, it, the, I think why it becomes cheesy about people, if I can just say this, is because um, people say that it's like values. They, you know, as soon as somebody writes on a wall, you know, people are our greatest asset. I know they're lying. You know, because they wouldn't have to write it. As soon as yeah, people write yeah. their values on a wall, I know they're lying because they wouldn't write them on the wall.
0: Yeah.
1: Um yeah. you have to be authentic and real in this business. And then yes. I think you attract the right people, and then you've got a chance. Yeah.
0: Brilliant. So a lot of, a lot of positive things happen at Microtech
1: um yeah just now. And
0: um what are the the plans over the next kind of 12 18 months? Um
1: what what's what's the what's the kind of vision or plans? Very fast oh. growth, uh, a lot of new products coming through which are going to help us uh, and uh, and we'll be launching a lot of products very, very quickly. Great. I think absolutely betting what we've already achieved um, and building on that uh, through procedural selling. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of exciting things here. What you'll see is a company really growing very, very fast. Great, great.
0: Gareth, listen, this has been really helpful. Thank you so much for for sharing with me and, and, and everybody watching, you know, um, your experience of of launching, the challenges that you've had to overcome, the lessons that you've learned that, that people watching and listening to this will be able to to put into practice. You know, UK is a, a, a brilliant place to launch companies. Um, and as you said, if you've got the right people around about you, if you're ready to you know to accept the challenges ahead of you and 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 enjoy the good times but um also ride out the 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 challenging times then 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 you then you will do well so thank you so much i really appreciate Thanks, your God. time um and good to talk to you thank you